0: Uh, Hello and welcome to episode two of the LOD Perspective with me, Paul, Mars Mayhem, Mark, aka Tiris, and the ever-fluttering eyebrows, Tom Wild. Um, We will have a load of different things to talk about today, but a slight change in the program and we'll be answering some of the questions that come through from you guys. So Mark, how much time have you been playing games this week?
1: Very little, Uh, maybe about an hour tops having to do stuff to the house and all before finishing work for my two-week break. Don't like getting a two-week break and obviously having to use it all to do silly things that I don't actually want to do. So I've been trying to do things to the house. Uh, the decorating's been done, taking beds apart, moving old furniture out, putting new stuff in. So maybe an R2 here or there or uh, of that golf game they added the Game Pass. Was it Golf with Friends? Yeah. I do like, like that game. It. We should play that. Yeah. Why yeah, have yeah. us three not played that yet? I don't know. <laughs> I only discovered it because we were looking for something. I was looking for something that they could play without failing. so I had a chance to go and do whatever I had to do. So the multiplayer on the box, you know, not the online one, is just basically pass the remote. Mm-hmm. So they just pass the remote, basically playing mini golf. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Although you can start arguments if you did it into party mode because you can knock their ball out of the way
1: or change oh, the shape of their ball. I was, I was actually hoping that because I joined them later that <laughs> night when I was finished, and I tried to hit my all the uh, ball. I waited for freak out, and I went straight through her off the edge. and what? Yeah, because yeah. you've
0: got to go into settings <laughs> and you've got to change it. But that's really good about that because you can randomize the balls as well for every time you drop on a new thing. So you can have mm-hmm. like an egg or a square or a pine cone. You try and hit a golf club pine cone into a hole or even a triangle, it's just random. So, yeah, you should try and do the some setups the, on some that. Of the,
1: some of the sets of tracks are very good as well. I mean, I loved worms back in PS1 when I was a kid, and as soon as i seen there was a set of worms. So yeah. That's
0: gonna. That one's a nightmare when we streamed that, wasn't it, Tom? I was trying to get up that it,
1: one. It gets very hard, very quick. Like after Is that, the fifth, the fifth. That's round, the one where you had to jump the across. Holy hand, and holy the holy hand grenade! grenade. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hated that one. I was well, winning but... up until that one, and then it kept blowing me off the track, and I. Was, ah.
2: Yeah, I don't think Paul or I could even do it on the live stream, could we? It was just literally... no, but I've
0: managed. I've worked out how to do it now, so
2: no bugger be... I
1: haven't <laughs> we should all play it'll be good I'm just, I'm just picturing Paul with that the that oh, what do you call him the conspiracy theorist guy with the cigarette and the big board behind him <laughs> I, this is how figured it out
0: <laughs> this is how you've got to do it
2: oh Christ
0: what about you Tom
2: me, uh, it's been a it's been one heck of a week for me as well. Um, it's my last week of my two weeks off, so I should have had more time. Well, I've had quite a bit of time to play games and everything. Um, that's all going to change all as of Monday because I'm back at work. Uh, no, but we've had um, new uh, internet put in, so faster speeds. Ooh. Yeah, no, hooray! Uh, faster speeds. So with the uh, GeForce Now uh, exp- uh, thing that I said. Uh, it's it's fantastic, it's brilliant, it's completely flawless. I can play on my crappy little laptop and have, you know, 10, you know not 4K, but you know, 1080p, all nice and crisp, all fluent, and everything, when beforehand, even on my PC and on the Nvidia Shield, it's a little, a little bit laggy every now and then. So it's been I've been mostly on that, on the likes of Planet Zoo, Planet Coaster. Finally finished it, that uh, theme park of mine. So that's what, over uh, actual 24 hours of my life dedicated to a virtual park. I mean, Jesus Christ, sad or what? But um, yeah, no, it's been up and down. I mean, I've been playing a few games here and there, I've been getting into alien, alien isolation as well at night, crapping my pants, because, you know, Mark, as you know, I don't do well with horror games. Um, but yeah, I'll no. Well, no. no. but, you know, yeah, i just been busy uh, doing stuff like moving here, as you may notice if you watch the video version of this podcast. Uh, I was in one room one week and this room in another. Next week, I'll be in my bathroom. Um, but yeah, no, it's, you know, if you want it. Uh, then also, Heather and I did the uh, podcast, The Special, which is actually out today on the 12th of July, uh, where it's the wife's perspective of the content creation world, how it affects her whenever I get into a mood or anything else like that. She talks about her gaming experience as well as about other things. So check that out. Cheap little plug right there. But yeah, it's been an all right week. Um, yeah, it's been pretty good. Played a few games, then it's all going to go downhill as of Monday. Mm. And yourself, Paul? Uh,
0: the only thing I've really played has been uh, Halo with the guys on the stream on Thursday, um, seven o'clock people, seven o'clock Thursdays. We stream another plug, what? Twitch on Twitch and on Trovo now. I did oh, yes. try the fa- I did try the Face eight one. Sorry, Facebook. But, um, it seemed to my internet's not strong enough to do all three streams. So I canned one of them and had some issues. So stop, start, stop, start. But otherwise it was okay. And we had our first follower stroke troll, which I was proud of. And if you want to watch back, anyone can go on to Twitch and watch it. It's quite interesting. Um, a lot of expletives, uh, crude words, but Hey, it was fun. Um, apart from that,
2: you need to do a highlight for all the stream moments and everything.
0: Yeah, they are available in our discord. Another plug. Look, we're throwing all the plugs in at the beginning. Get them out yeah. of the way now. We've got a Discord. It is linked to our Streamlabs. We've got a Streamlab site as well where we can, we have merch now as well. Merchandise. Yes, oh. we have hoodies, t shirts, coffee mugs, obviously, because we all like our coffee and we drink. Um, I don't, oh, I don't know no. Um, I've got... Although I've done my coffees at the moment, your water, and I've got obviously my obligatory max. So, um,
2: uh, don't forget, by now. the way, I
0: have very small hands. This is only a 500 mil
1: bottle. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was um, going to say, the rest of you must be very proportioned too.
2: <laughs>
0: hate my strong hand! Um... Yeah. So we've been, that's it really. I haven't been playing games at all. I haven't had a chance cause work's been really busy. Uh, it's been stressful. You guys know from me kind of blowing off steam in, in the admin chat. Um, sometimes work can be stressful for me because I do the compliancy. So it's all the safety side of things. Uh, and when you have something in an air, uh, in your local area, I mean, it's unfortunate that that happened, but it wasn't anything to do with us or any of our equipment, but we had a crane collapse through someone's house actually killed someone and injured four people um and that wasn't our area but we obviously had our company have to do so it's quite stressful when that stuff happens so i wasn't feeling like games and sometimes i use games to get over the stress didn't this time what i did was i sat and watched the other half play so she's like i've said before she's been playing ori she's been playing cod she's flying through cod at the moment um and then this weekend again we're setting up for the podcast now and then i designed her a new avatar so she's got a brand new little avatar and a little gif version so blurry sheep is is out and about now she's just joined the discord as well i don't don't know she asked me and i let her so uh, it's going to be interesting because now she can look through everything i've said so (laughs) Uh (laughs) um r.i.p paul (laughs) yeah no it's all right it's fine um so yeah, I even asked her whether she wanted to do kind of her perspective on me being locked in this little man cave I have all the time and not seeing much, but um, she's not at that stage yet where she'd like to talk about it. So kudos right. to you for getting her. She's very, she's very, she's timid. That's why she's uh, got the
2: blurry. It shit. was actually Heather's idea, you know. Was it? It was actually her idea. She said, you know, damn it. Because, you know, she sees a lot of shit, and she sees how much it, I go through, and it does the ups and downs and everything. Uh, when I say she sees a lot of shit, I don't literally mean, you know. No, that's shit.
1: not actually no, what I thought. And you know,
2: it wasn't me this time that brought up anything to do with, you know, shit. Next week, it'll be, oh, it'll be Mark. Uh, next week,
1: next two weeks. Um, but yeah, I'm no, just so picturing it, a GIF in my head now that's, that's got Heller's face like this, and it just says above her head, I have seen some shit. <laughs>
2: Oh there you go. Now we got some merch. That'll be up very soon along with my face as well.
0: Mm. We'll have to do that one. I'll have to add that in. Why not? <laughs> with butter your nan at the back.
2: Of course. I think oh. everything everything should be butter your
1: nan. What about back. uh French sponge bob? Bob la la ponge. Ponge. <laughs> Bob Bob
0: hey, I, I don't know if that. that's still technically copyrighted. Oh, I've gone blurry. Hold on. I don't know what's going on with the camera. Um Hey. Yeah, I'm back. Uh, um, yeah, it's still copyright though because it is the French copyright version of SpongeBob, so I wouldn't be able to actually do it. But Bob Leponge, and you actually
1: found it. Yeah, I, I found some of my old uh, stuff from the previous phone on my OneDrive. I'd moved it all onto it, but instead of it being you know, organized like it was before I moved it, it was just all fired into the one folder. And I was scrolling it last night looking for the BG4G logo and. Obviously my face for that thumbnail I made. And I came across it and was like, what's that for? And then I remembered, ah yes. <laughs> oh Blue Ponge. Looking See forward it. looking forward to that
2: perma uh, permadeath of yours, by the way, Mark. It should be very good. Yeah, me
1: too. I've already recorded about
2: Give a plug. Give a quick plug of what we're on about. Yes,
1: plug. I can't because I can't share the it's image. Weird.
2: No, you don't have to share the image, just talk about it.
1: Oh, right, okay. Uh, no, I just thought I'd be going back to doing fun videos and stuff again, and uh, Paul seems to be having technical difficulties with this. Don't worry,
0: it's fine, I'll just uh, sod it, doesn't matter.
1: The
2: down behind Paul, so
1: keep no, talking we'll... about what
2: we're doing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and for, those, for they... those that are actually, sorry, okay. just for those oh, yeah. that are actually going to be audio, they can't actually see this, so my green screen in the background, for some reason obviously the lighting isn't great in here and uh outside light has changed so suddenly all of my background has started changing into some dark mystic mist check it out there's another plug go to youtube and watch it right sorry mark carry on while i try and fix my shit
1: oh well, when uh i first came across tom on youtube he was doing his far cry 5 permadeath, and there was a once or twice i made uh, a permadeath video just trying to plug him on my channel. And they were fun. And, you know, recently, I haven't felt like making many videos and wanted to find the fun again and a reason to start making videos again. So I thought, you know what, for Far Cry 4, which is one that I don't think Tom really touched on for for Permadeath. I think that was me that started that one. And I just thought, you know what, Valley of the 80s hasn't had you know, run. so I thought right, let's try that (laughs) because there is some hard parts where you're actually having to defend yourself against waves of enemies not just trying to get into the outpost and killing everybody, you can literally get in kill everybody and then waves of them come and attack to try and take it back from you so that sort of adds more to it there's more of a chance of it's actually going to end up killing me (laughs) Ah, sounds a lot fun Also, come across a yeti. There's no Mm. the the rules are the way Tom's originally were. So it's like even if you die in transit, that's it over. So if I come across a yeti, get chased before I get to the outpost. Yeah,
0: cool. That's great. Moving on. I think we should do some of the questions. What do you reckon?
2: I think it'd be a good time to do that. You know, why not? Go on. We've had people submit questions a lot more than we actually originally thought there would be. (laughs) Yeah. So it would be criminal if we were to just ignore them. So So what we decided,
0: yeah, because what what we ended up doing was because there was quite a few and we want to, you know, answer all of them if we can. um, I've done two wheels. So one is a spin wheel of the questions. The other one is a spin wheel of us three. I'll spin the two wheels. And that person will get to answer the question. So, Without further ado, I will share the screen so these guys can see it and those that are on the visual can see it and I will read the questions out anyway for those that are on audio. But welcome to the LOD Perspectives...
1: I'm one of the clever people.
0: Questionnaire. You <laughs> <It> kill me. <laughs>
1: Never
0: mind. That's the best. And for those that... The I Dubs.
1: I'm one of the clever people.
0: Yes, you are. Okay, so without further ado, let's go with the first question. Most spent on gaming in one day in store. This is from Mr. Tushy or Mr. Tushy.
2: Tushy, like uh, your Tushy. Like a Tushy or
0: Tushy, because obviously it could be like sushi. You never know. People say that, but I think it's Mr. Tushy. Most spent.
2: Mark, oh, Mark. ooh. Oh,
1: okay. Well, I think it would have to be the launch of the PS3 back in the day. That was an like, expensive piece of hardware and all the games that I bought at the same time, spare remote, stuff like that. I think it was about maybe just shy of a grand in about 15 minutes.
2: Oh. Because
1: the, bund- the bundle I got was supposed to come with Warhawk, Motorstorm, Resistance, and Elder Scrolls. But obviously, Elder Scrolls and Warhawk was delayed. So whatever way they worked it out, they were still selling the bundle. But then I would be posted out the other two games eventually. So I still had to pay like £600 for that bundle. And then the remotes. And then more games. Yeah, no, that was the, probably the dearest. So...
2: Uh, would you spend anything like that nowadays? Considering you got
1: kids, I wouldn't have it nowadays. No one back then. I was on my own. I didn't really have anybody. So knowing the PS3 was coming, I had saved money just to you know go up and get it. So it was a midnight opening as well. So I've I was, always
2: wanted to do one of those. Never did that.
1: Yeah, no, no I've never be, done one. Of them. I used to do them for every college day. Eh? Modern Warfare uh, 2 was the best one. The atmosphere was not. Everybody was ba- just
2: excited not to Battlefield? Get but,
1: <gasps> nope, not Battlefield. They never did them in the opening for Battlefield, it wasn't big enough. Wow. Oh. Still. <laughs> no, well even Battlefield five and Battlefield One, I don't know of any shops. The last two the last two games I don't know of any shops that did them they the opening for.
2: Mm.
1: But back back in the PS3, yeah, there was there wasn't actually that many of us lined up to get the PS3. You know, it was like me and about 15 other people. And it ended up that uh, we were all brought like coffee because we were having to wait like half an hour after midnight because the manager was supposed to come and open the shop up. game this was the game. And uh, the two people that did show up uh, didn't have the key to get in, so they were standing in line with us for half an hour waiting for the manager to come and open the damn thing up. So the manager had set an alarm and obviously not got to the alarm.
2: <laughs> damn, I hope he was fired after that.
1: Uh, well, when he did show up, uh, they must have had like, kettles and stuff or in the back and while we were lining up and they were getting the tills and all turned on because all that stuff would have had to have been done before the midnight opening, you know, everything being turned on, fired up and getting everything sorted, getting the pallets open and the consoles off the pallets and stuff. So they were doing that. It was one o'clock before anybody started getting them, I think, and they came out with coffee and paper cups and we all just stood and yarned. It's a cool fact, actually, two of the boys that I met at that midnight opening are actually still on my PlayStation friends list today. And every now and again we drop each other the all we message. Like as soon as the PS five was even shown off, I was added into a group chat on the you know, the PlayStation app where you have the the we you can make a wee group chat. Mm -hmm. I got added into one of them and for about three hours I talked to these two boys I haven't spoken to in a couple of years. Like we'd seen each other the day before. (laughs)
2: That's nice. That's the that's the kind of friendship you want.
1: It's not the kind of Bella want, though.
2: No, 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 no. Oh,
1: yeah. If I did that now, the other half would have would castrate me. Oh. And Ooh. your kids. <laughs> yeah, probably just me. I could do with that, so I don't have any more.
2: There we go. Okay. Oh, problem solver. <laughs> Alright, here we go. We're gonna do the other Next question. Next question. Dum dum dum. If you had a game made
0: about you, what would it be called and what genre uh, genre sorry genre 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 would it be? And that question is, I know it's gonna land on me, isn't it? I am hoping. Mark, it mark, 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 mark. Mark, mark, mark,
1: mark, mark. Mark. Oh, <laughs> <go>. <laughs> <laughs> mark. oh he sucked. <laughs>
0: So, if you had a game made about uh, made about you, what would it be called? And what genre would it be?
1: That would be... Brilliant.
0: I know, that was <laughs> great, wasn't it?
1: It'd be a management game, kind of like The Sims. Me trying to get uh, time to play a game between work and the Because <laughs> I doubt it'll be an FPS. So
0: it would be a Sims-based... No. Sims-based trying to get the work. And
1: what would it be called? it will be a... Sim- I just want to play a game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Please let me play.
1: Please let me play. Short and sweet like any, anybody, anybody that has kids can know. Sometimes it's it's hard to even make plans. I could uh,
2: imagine. I could imagine. Cool.
1: Damn. Are we ready for the next
2: one?
0: Spin the wheel there's, again. Yes, spin the wheel. I know he wants to get away. This is quite funny. It'll be. Co- Are we Mark, saying Mark, Mark again? First ever pre order,
2: Mark. Mark, Mark, Mark. Mark.
0: <laughs> It'd be so funny if it was Mark all the way. Uh, no, no,
2: no, 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 no. Uh. <laughs> By the way, I
0: haven't rigged this. This is a random generator. So, Mark,
2: gentlemen, three times in a row, Mark.
1: First ever pre order, The Punisher on PS2. How much? It was only twenty five pound back then.
2: And where from?
1: Uh, Extra Vision in Lauren. Was, was it worth it? it? Yeah, ooh, good absolutely. Question. The Punisher on PS two. It's one of the few PS two games I would actually happily sit down and throw a couple of hours into. It was the first, I would say, hyper violent graphic game hmm. I ever played. Uh, even even by modern standards, it's it's a bit over the top. Uh, to scare guys and get information out of them, there was times you actually had to be as brutal as you would probably see the Punisher be in the comics. One of the one of the moments I remember in particular was trying to get information out of a guy, and there was a a big drill, yeah, a big drill that you would have, like say in an engineer's place or a garage or something, and you actually slam the guy's head down onto it, turn the drill on, and put the drill bit through his head. And then just let go, and let them go, and just walk away. It was an insanely brutal game.
2: It's a complete opposite to the game that you just described that, of Would your, life. your life. be your
1: life. Yeah, I was thinking. <laughs> my, life's, my life's quite boring.
2: All right, well, if, if it's a four times in a row, it's definitely not boring, my friend. Shall we try and spin it one more time?
1: Yeah,
0: let's, let's no. go. We'll, well, we'll go for the next one. And see, Are you saying are we trying to land on Mark one more time? Or it'll be, do you know what? It'd be crazy Okay, so, uh, slight technical uh, issue. Uh, we we may be lucky, we may not, to see if Mark falls on, or it falls on Mark again to answer the question. Uh, right, okay, so, the question that was actually come up was, has gaming got better or worse since your childhood?
2: That's a good qu- These are really good questions.
0: I re-span the wheel, by the way, people, um, because it was coming up with... Just to see if it would glitch, but it hasn't. So Tom, it was a really good question.
2: Oh, Okie dokie. Has gaming gotten better or worse since my childhood? Now considering
0: okay, your age, it probably hasn't fucking changed.
2: I'm just about to say, <laughs> considering <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm I'm younger than both Paul and Tyrus right now. Um Okay, so gaming in my childhood, when would we consider childhood? Early 2000s. Uh, so that'll be like PlayStation 2 for me. Um, obviously graphically, we can all agree on that. It's gotten better. Um, but for gaming itself, like the experience itself, I don't know. Because I've lost my imagination ever since like, uh, not to say getting old, but ever since, you know, moving out and everything else like that. My imagination's just gone down the toilet. So I struggle to get into most games. So when it's all like sci-fi and all that shit, like Halo, I struggle. I am gonna admit, I'm, you know. So I know a load of these places like Destiny 2 and everything, like Anthem and everything. It's, yeah, gaming, that's just me personally. And I think probably as a child, all these types of things would really, really excite me. Um, and I'd enjoy it a lot more than I do now. Nowadays, I'm playing Planet Coaster, Planet Zoo and City Skylines and Sims and all this usual real life stuff. And that gets me excited. Not excited, but, you know, like, gamer excited. Um, excited. Uh, <laughs> you know. Um, but, no, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, hey. <laughs> i clever people. Uh, no, uh, one of the... Uh, I'm one of the clever people. Yes, you are. Um, but the gaming experience itself, it's gotten... It, you know, it gets better, it gets worse. I suppose it depends on the game itself. But, I mean, like, with gaming in general now, with, like... I suppose it has gotten better because... You know, there's more varied options. I've now got my own money that I can spend on gaming. Um, But for the likes of DLC, microtransactions, and fads and everything like this Fortnite and everything, I think that's a load of bollocks. So it's up for a debate. You need something which is better. But for me, mm -hmm. I don't know. I would would have to say it's gotten better. But I've got precious memories of my childhood, which I cling on to from my gaming days. Uh, which I do kind of treasure more than, say, the memories I have now with gaming experiences. So I suppose it's like a 50 50 wishy washy answer. It's not exactly direct, but uh, yeah, it's kind of. I labor. could I'd
0: probably turn that question around a little bit more and say So if you thought about it, say in 10 years' time, would you think some of the games now you would classify as like classics and, and what we would consider retro as good as those that are? 10, 15 years old now, they'll be even older. Will we have forgotten about them and said, yay, you know, Ghost of Tsushima and, and you know, Death Stranding was a yeah. classic retro for, for the PS, uh, PS4 or whatever. Yeah. And completely I, forget about like Mortal Kombats and Mario Karts and whatever.
2: No, I, I hope not. I, I hope not. And I mean, like, you got a load of these podcasts now. We got a retro section on the website. There's a lot of. There's a massive audience there for retro and nostalgia, for sure. And as long as there's people out there talking about retro and nostalgia and encouraging people to buy, like, right there, on, my, on the screen right now, I'm pointing to my SNES Mini awesome. uh, and, my Play, and my PlayStation 1. Um, it's not complete yet. I'm still working on it. And, and Nintendo 64. Got my got a Nintendo 64 T-shirt on, by the way. Um, there's a load of people out there who, who talk about this. That, about these retro consoles, about these retro games, and I don't know about it for you, but as long as there's people talking about them and, and showing and explaining how they're very good, how they are trendsetters, it's going That's enough to encourage people to at least, is my my opinion, encourage people to at least go back and play them because someone's been able to encourage them or or inspire them or something like that. You know, it all depends on how people. I don't know. See, there's probably games out there that we probably have forgotten already, which is not that long as well. You know, it's I, you know, me. I'm, I'm. But
0: that's what it. I mean. It's like so for for retro. Like if you could go true retro, you would talk about things like Pong, Asteroids, Space Invaders. Like Atari, not Really, people, you know the Atari thing, and 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 what we classify as retro now is is those like you know Ghosts and Ghouls and and the original Mario Kart that came out on the Super Nintendo um so i was just saying it's just quite a good one isn't it that in that 10 really years good. would 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 that be that we don't talk about so you know the super nintendo and and by the way i love the setup you've got in the background there that's a lovely display case there's
2: idea again i know but well yeah Heather. yeah I, it you know it needs more but uh, it's getting there um no i don't know i think i mean that's actually a very good point maybe because of the presentation of the games because you because you brought up a good one pong it's not, it's not exactly the most visually beautiful. And I know that it's a trendsetter, you know, everything else like that. And as well as a load of other things, but I suppose people kind of, I don't know, do they get kind of carried away with the way it looks? Um, I, 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 I don't know, I don't know. I, this, see, when it comes to these types of subjects where we have to have a massive debate, I'm going to have to think about this because this is kind of off the cuff type thing. but, yeah. from, but in 10, 15 years time, maybe, maybe retro and nostalgia is a massive thing, even in 10, 15 years time that, you know, we'll be having, I don't know, I don't, you know, I, I don't know, I can't tell the future, can I? But obviously, yeah. right now, my, you know, what my perspective on retro is that that's something which has been around longer than me. And I feel that I have to play it. I mm. have to appreciate them in order. I don't know. It's kind of like the whole going back to your roots thing. You have to understand where they've come from in order to appreciate where they are now. And I like to go back to retro to see how they were back then, because you know, back then I'm, I'm assuming because I wasn't there, people were like, "Oh my God, this is absolutely fantastic!" You know, graphically and musically and everything else like that. But obviously, compare it to it now; it's completely, drastically different and everything. Um, but I don't know; it's a different it's people's perspectives, people mindset, and everything else like that. But that's a massive debate that I think all three of us are going to have to think about and then come Truth. back to. I just, yeah, no no I no, agree. That's, no, no, that's a fantastic point, but I'm just saying off the cuff, I've got fucking nothing. <laughs> for but for my childhood, I suppose that depends on me and how I've grown up and how I've developed and how I've evolved and how now I'm turning into a boring 24-year-old who likes, who, who doesn't have that much of an imagination. And therefore, when I have something which is, could be hip or popular, like insert most sci-fi genre games here, it turns me off. However, back then, because you know, I'm, you know, you're a kid, you can probably have creative things to do with a remote control and the bloody glass and everything like that. Shit. You know, have like a story between these two. That's the, that's kids. But now I can't do that. I look at that and think that's a fucking glass which I fill it with my water or beer or, or whatever. You know, but I suppose it depends on me and childhood memories because of the creativity side of me, and my and how I can be so imaginative and how I can become more immersed in the games back then. Therefore, it's better now, I'd say. Mm. You know, oh, I mean, Nintendo 64, the first game I got, Goldeneye, I've got the box in there. Can't see it, can't know. The Goldeneye, which I've got, when I was a kid, I, you know, you've all, all three of you played Goldeneye, you've played the multiplayer thing. You know how the beginning of like every multiplayer, it like has the camera and it spins around the person there like that? Mm. Well, I used to get me, my dad, and my sisters to like spin around <laughs> as if we were in Goldeneye. I can't, you know. Yeah, but the, I'm just saying the imagination of a child is a lot better than my imagination now, and therefore I think that kind of affects me and my perspective on gaming and, and everything else. We've a long-winded answer. It's probably bored to shits to a load of people, but...
0: No, of course it, it was not. It's actually quite... It's true and quite good.
2: No, we need to definitely debate about that. In
0: a yeah. Bit. In a bit. Okay. Let's go for another question, shall we? Called it the last one for the episode, or...? Should we go, keep going? Just keep going, I don't know. What do you guys think? So hopefully this is first ever pre-order. If it lands on Mark, I'll spin the game, I'll spin the name again.
2: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Mark, Mark, Mark. Um, I don't know, it would, if if this (laughs) is... Oh, oh, it is on Mark. Mark, do you want to tell us what your first ever pre-order is?
0: Uh, No. (laughs) Um,
2: If
1: you come up with a different
0: answer, it'd be quite funny, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, it'd be, (laughs) yeah. Well, it doesn't
0: specify again. There we go. It's actually on me.
2: Ooh,
1: there we go. All three of us have
2: answered the question then.
0: Yeah. So first ever pre-order. Um, it's actually quite late pre-order-wise. My first ever pre-order was Section 8 for the 360.
2: I thought you said sex. I was going to say, you pre-ordered that?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I usually do. Um,
2: (laughs) Can I book book you in here?
1: Don't be be playing college. I've
0: got a a small amount of time available on Wednesday evening. Do you perchance free as well? Um, No, I got (laughs) section eight. um, And it was because I'd actually, it was one of the first pre-orders. Usually, like, and even now, I've done a couple of pre-orders afterwards, but kind of a hypocrite to myself. I got the um, Xbox magazine. So, I got the 360 magazine. You remember they used to come out by WH Smith or whatever. Other places were available. Um, yeah, I got that and it had a demo on it. And um, it had the Section 8 demo on the disc, chucked in the 360. And it was mind blowing. I thought it was amazing. It was kind of like that Halo esque kind of story campaign. And it had multiplayer, and multiplayer was just starting up when that, that was around. And um, it was just amazing. And the graphically looked good. And the whole point of section eight, which is, you know, the, the slightly mental, they'll do anything kind of, um, Italian of anything you call that's what section eight is. Um, and I thought that's great. It's a great story. looks great. It had really nice, uh, kind of sci-fi armor and stuff, almost like the gears esque kind of thing as well. And, uh, the demo played fantastic pre-ordered that thing, waited for it to turn up, turned up, stuck it in the 360 and it was an absolute pile of garbage, an absolute pile of garbage. Nothing that was in the demo was available. The graphics were absolute dog shit. Um, and all they'd done is pretty much like, and no offense to the, the, the devs, cause it could have been something that, that happened, but it pretty much just reminded me of like, uh, they'd ripped the multiplayer out of Halo, made you a green team or a red team and a blue team, And giving you jetpacks and all you did was jump around and shoot people. And it was crap and it was horrible. And I hated every minute I played all of 10 minutes and I still have the game in its box here today. And that's all it's had 10 minutes worth of my life. So that's the first ever pre-order I've had. And then after that, I didn't do any pre-orders for ages. Then I ordered next one. Anthem. (laughs) That was a pre-order. I was like, I'll, dip my toe back into pre-ordering again, and Anthem looks amazing. Got Anthem. Wasn't, what that, that, like,
2: wasn't that like more of a deluxe edition? And I want?
0: bought the deluxe edition as well with the op- uh, closed beta beforehand, which I couldn't get into to start with, and I did that video on it. Uh, and then I got the game. To be honest with you, I actually quite like Anthem. I actually enjoyed it. I mean, the yeah. game, the, 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 the storyline was kind of, we'll take this, 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 <laughs> Um, stick it in a bowl stick some pubic hair and some glue in stick it together there you go here's the storyline for anthem and um it's not that long and it's not that great um and they could have gone so much better and then it was uh yeah the gameplay was mismatched they didn't know what game they were doing and again that was a pre-order that sucked and then i ordered cyberpunk 2077 and that was kind of cancelled my pre-order and I had to wait and delay and delay. Um, I pre-ordered new, or, uh, new World, Amazon's New World for the PC. Uh, it was due out in August, that's been delayed till spring 2021. Um, so every single, so I think really, I shouldn't pre-order because it seems to delay games. Yeah. So I'm not good. gonna do it anymore. But, but yes, that was my first pre-order.
2: Didn't you also pre-order a golf with your friends?
0: Yeah, I did, and then and it, came it came out on- free on Games Pass exactly the same time as I was downloading it. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Man, I don't think you should pre-order games ever again.
0: No. But that's the problem, isn't it? It's like they want the pre-orders there for um to get the revenue and to show how much interest and the money in up front for everything. Um and then it's always done before the final design, anything if you order it that early in advance or it gets delayed and then they cancel your pre-order or it comes out on Games Pass which, you know, I've paid a couple of quid for and and yeah, sometimes it's smart, but I, I don't mind that if the game's good, like game, golfing with friends. I actually really enjoy that. And I'm happy to have paid money towards them for that because I get to keep it. And if it ever did drop out of Games Pass, I still got it. And then on top of that, I'm helping towards the devs and the publishers to keep the games going. So, and I think the Games Pass thing as well, going into, no, everyone goes into Games Pass in podcasts, but um I think the whole thing of you pay and you have it and it drops away. There's actually been quite a few games that I've played in Games Pass and I've gone, yeah, they're they're great because it's almost free. I've paid a subscription that's really low and I've got them and I can have them when I want. And when they say they're leaving or I just go, do you know what? I actually really enjoyed that game. I'm buying it and I've actually bought them that way.
1: Yeah, and you get a 20% discount if
0: you do. Yeah, exactly. So 20% discount and I've gone and got the game. So like the Wildlands and stuff.
1: Yeah, it's sad because there's a lot of people that don't mention that. And then no. you see people going, off, oh, it's leaving Game Pass, blah, blah, blah. And, all. and then you have the fanboys that jump in and say, oh, well, maybe you should have bought it. But the yeah. good thing about it coming into Game Pass is you're basically playing it because it's a subscription fee. And yep. if you do like it, you oh, get yeah. an additional discount off it, even if it's a brand new game. I like
2: subs- I like subscription-based services. See, I'd be fine subscribing to a load of them because if they're as long as they're good value for money, and Game Pass is good value for money, and then as you said, there's the twenty percent discount, which you know everyone likes a discount.
1: Everybody loves it,
2: especially it's Five Fingers. Um, but you know, do you now?
0: You heard it here first, people.
2: Maybe at least one or two. Then we'll move on to five. Um, come on, what do you expect from me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's a double dipper, people.
2: I was gonna do some sort of reaction, but then my brain just went go on then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm one of the clever people.
1: There we go. I don't need to do anything. <laughs> if you watched the Devolver Digital event last night, you could probably talk yes. about that.
2: I was in and out. Uh I was too busy doing the EA sports press release. Okay. So I actually really haven't officially uh looked much into it. I mean I saw that thing which I posted on Twitter, and that thing that you Contra, was it? Okay. Uh C-O-N Caron
1: Carrion Carrion. Yeah,
2: Carrion Carrion
1: Contra that's that indie game I want where you're the monster
2: uh, yeah no that was another one which I really which I really like uh, they they stood out for me that's my two cents on that
0: I'm looking forward to the Shadow Warriors 3
1: yeah I haven't played um, any of them even though I think I own the second one.
0: Oh, I really enjoyed them surprisingly because it's kind of I, I never really understood it to start with. And I was like, oh, all right, I'll just try that one. And then it was like, actually, I'm really liking this first person yeah. shooter. And, you know, you've got Uzis and there's all the jokes and in jokes and stuff like that. And the Chinese stuff. So it's kind of Chinese Japanese thing, isn't it? It's Japanese. Sorry. Yeah. Um, like the
1: show, this is the first time I've seen the show. And the way they put on a show like in between each of the trailers, I'm just sitting watching it going, am I watching the right thing here? Yeah, <laughs> like the senior was getting something shot on I mean, it's going on yeah nina
0: yeah they do that all the time though devolver do that they really like buying out and i um if you if any of you want to catch up with it indy did his his stream of it while doing the voiceover so watch podcast indy's page. one because that was really good yeah we've got it on the podcast page and the indie gamer um and his podcast because it was quite good watching that because he was saying as well you know there wasn't as much blood and guts and gore this time around as what as has been before yeah but it was still good and then there was a slight disappointment about the amount of games that were coming out or they mentioned in it because i think they only ended up being something like six in the one which
1: is usually yeah, they've got tons yeah because that's what caught me off i was like what what was the you know was the, well, i was watching like 45 minutes 50 minutes and like but what did I actually get to see here? Like sex game.
0: Yeah. Although I'm going to um, download the demo that they mentioned because they mentioned it in in that kind of filmy way. But oh, at the, end. the the expo is actually available on Steam to download, um, so I can go to um, Devolverland. And run around with a t-shirt shooter and shoot the security and try and do a load of stuff. And when you get to certain points, it shows you the demos for the games. Yeah. So, a lot like while West was on there, that wasn't actually in uh, in the actual stream from yesterday. Carrion, um, Shadow Warriors Three, um, and some others there. That uh, what was that? What was that Rumble one? The the um, kind of battle royale.
1: Oh, that one know. that they got uh, Yoshida to co-host.
0: Yeah, yeah and amazing. The, yeah. The, the, the people they had in on the show as well. Um, Yoshida and, um, that's that one, and Phil Spencer. Oh, what's it called? That's going to bug me now. That is going to no. bug me. What was it what
1: called? Was it? What was the way Tom described it? A mixture of Takeshi's Castle and uh, something else.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fall Guys yes four guys that's it but it's only available on the PS4 and Steam I'd love to know if it's actually cross-play as well that'd be good because oh, I'll get it on Steam
2: oh it should be because it's like a hundred
0: to one no but do you know what I mean like so like there's loads of people in some of the other DMs that I'm, I'm looking at they're, they're going this looks amazing this will be real fun and then you turn around and go yeah it's PS4 and Steam only and they go yeah,
2: it's not on Xbox mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> fun <Fine> boy <laughs> Um... And if you catch uh, Stubbs's video, by the way.
1: I'm one of the clever people. Yep, that one. Nope. He talks
2: that. about uh, exclusives, and he says that they hurt gamers.
0: Yeah, it looks like he's putting it on our website as well.
2: He did, I said. That'd be a nice little opinion piece. But, yep. Uh, yeah. you know, it's it's content. Uh, Everyone it's can check it, it out. Uh, you know, it's it is actually, his opinion. It's actually quite good. I was watching it, and obviously he told me that you helped him with his microphone, Paul. And it sounds a lot crisper than any of his previous stuff. It sounds better than my, my, my shit. Um, and he makes a load of good points, which I completely agree with him. Um, but then he does go off and say, um, uh, in his fantasy land, in his ideal world, he will be, you know, it'll be every game will be available on any console, which I don't think is gonna happen ever." But yeah, no, uh, yeah,
0: just- a utopian would be that you can get. Any game that you want to play on whatever platform you have, that is the ideal scenario, isn't it? And I think we're edging towards that, but that doesn't, sales always gets in the way, doesn't it? Yeah, of course it does. If you want to sell a bit of plastic or you want to sell an item that does something, you need something to go with it as a little,
2: here you go. It's probably the best way to attract the casuals as well.
0: Come, join us. Mm and that's the whole point and it is down to the casuals
2: it is i mean you know
1: it, it... Cause that's where most of the money's made for these boys of course it microtransactions is microtransactions and all that stuff it's not really like the hardcore or like just the the normal gamer that spends all that kind of money it's the casual people that don't have mm. time to earn this stuff no, or you can... people that have lots of expendable cash but they only play the same game, obviously. If that game then brings out something new, then they'll to support the game they buy it. Hmm.
2: You can't blame them, though, can you? It's not like you know they're heathens or anything, it's what they, they like. Don't. No, you no, know? um, but as you say, in a perfect utopia world, I mean, I mean, me personally, I hate the console wars and I hate exclusives, um. Yeah, I don't I shouldn't hate the exclusives. I hate the toxicity that comes with the exclusives. Yes. And sometimes when you see shit like that, it just makes you roll your eyes and think, fuck, am I really in the right community here? Yeah. yeah. Um paints a bad picture of us gamers, doesn't it?
0: It does when you get some of them. And yeah, it's just ridiculous. Like some of the stuff that actually comes out of it is shocking absolutely shocking and you're like there's just no respect there and it's like it's not even it's not even funny so how can it be considered a joke like being jokey and and being offensive to be jokey has a certain line doesn't it before you're doing it and then you see backtracking on a lot of it like the prime example which has come up in all of that was the whole um what was it the voice of abby wasn't it was it the voice of Abby in Last um, of Us Last yes. 2? You're getting death threats oh, yeah. to her no, and I her family. A, and then one, one, of them, one of the people who actually did that immediately comes after him and goes, sorry, I was in a bad place when I did that. Um, I'm not really like that. And it's like, but you fucking did it in the first place. And it's no, kind of like...
1: They did it thinking they were going to stay anonymous. Thinking that yeah, you that's the whole point. Or not share it. But now, obviously, she's reacted to it and shared some of the worst ones people are sussing out who they are and they're yeah getting
0: but there's there's 150 different troll accounts get made up all the time and then they're just used to troll uh yeah. and this whole thing of all you have to do is put in brackets parody behind it and you're okay to to have it and it's yeah. like oh, i don't agree with that i don't agree with that at all and that's what gives gamers and and people you know us the community a bit of a bad name and it puts people off
2: they're not, um, well, see, they're, not actually, they're not that's actually not
1: yeah that's actually part of the reason why I've stopped using my logo on my Twitter. I put my face on my thumbnails. I don't hide behind tires. Mm. I don't hide behind a logo. Because you see a lot of these boys, particularly the mouthier ones, Twitter, they all have a logo and they all have this name. And it's not their name. So, so yeah, They have, they, have, they act like they have big balls. They're nasty. They're threatening to the people and stuff like that. But... Over the most stupidest it's, things. It's yes. It's it's just stupid. That's that's why I've started to you know, like I said, not use my logo on this. Obviously it's in a video. I just use my make a funny video and put my picture and put my face on it.
2: <laughs> yeah, well. I don't my like my use my username, Tom Wilde. That's my birth name. Um, no, I just I don't get it. And you know, I may probably get the thing is that is that everyone the thing is that people just don't get is that everyone is different, right? You're allowed different opinions. You're allowed different thoughts, and yet if you don't agree with my opinions, then fuck you, fuck your family. I'm gonna kill you. Why should you? Mm. Why should you be like that? I mean, I'm probably gonna get a load of people by, you know, by I'm probably gonna get you know some people be like, what the fuck you on about, Tom? But for you know, for example, I don't really like Halo. I've tried. I played Halo One and Halo Two. I'm halfway through Halo Three, and I just can't get into it. And this whole Halo Infinite thing, which I see on Twitter, is like people literally like so fucking mad about. It just makes you go, hmm, and scroll on. But I'm not, you know, I'm not... That's, speaking, that's the I'm thing, I'm thing not, as well. I'm not, yeah, but I'm not gonna, you know, go ahead and say, oh, fuck Halo, I prefer Last of Us, even though I do. Still haven't played Last of Us 2 yet, but, you know, compare Last of Us 1 to Halo 1, I'll take Last of Us any day. Anyway, what I'm saying is that I may like one exclusive over the other, I'm not gonna bash over it, and I'm not gonna drill my thoughts, and my feelings, and my opinions into your face, it, it's ridiculous. And I may probably get someone who's going to be a bit like, um, oh, why don't you like Halo? But tough. That's my thoughts and my opinions.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, so when we were streaming on Thursday, we had uh, the new follower and I mentioned. Um, his name, obviously, I think if you watch a clip, there is a clip of it. He clipped it because he thought it was amazing. But obviously, was. he said he says he says it. And I think you see my face. Like, I'm saying it because what I see in there, and then, I, then my brain goes, oh, I know what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I go, Okay, and I say his name. Um, but then he comes in and he starts talking. If you watch the whole thing, he starts talking about um, Halo Infinite, and it's like a spoiler. And he's like, here's your spoiler. And I went, and? And I read it out, and I told him, and went, is that supposed to affect me in any way, shape, or form? Like, you've specifically come in to try and spoil because I'm playing Halo. You've assumed I give a rat's ass about yeah. the storyline for Halo Infinite. I am a Halo fan. I do like the storyline and I'm interested to see what it is, but it's not one of these things where I'm going to go, don't show me, don't show me. I don't want to know because it's just, to me, it's just a game at the end of the day. I enjoy the game. I enjoy the storyline and I'll carry on with it. And then he goes, and here's the best spoiler, and this will really get you angry, blah, 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 blah. And I went, right, okay. And again, not a fucking care in the world, keep going. And then he says, I'm sitting in my pants. And then I turned around and went, well done. Well done for sitting there in your pants. Uh, And then I started blaring off a load of different tag names. And he actually wrote in there, I'll see myself out. And then walked off. But it's just like, you actually specifically came in to do that and think that it was going to hurt me in any way, shape or form. And it doesn't. And I don't care. And I'm sure there'll be people who are annoyed at the fact that I don't give a rat's ass about what the spoilers are and what the storyline is in Infinite. I'm interested in it. I like it. It doesn't mean I'm going to be fanboying over it. And I'm definitely not going to be fucking pre-ordering it anyway. So um, <laughs> I don't want to ruin it for everybody. But anyway, yeah, that's just the thing. I don't care about it either. It's, interesting. it's not worth
2: it. It's not worth it. see, I, I seriously think that people who get so worked up over this whole thing are, are pretty much virgins. They need, they, 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 they <laughs> need something out. Okay, maybe not virgins, but they are virgins. But the fact is that they just need to find something that actually fucking matters. You, the Tyra, thing you saw, you I was going to... I got Heather, Bart, Paul, you, Paul, Mark, you've got Jenna and you've got the kids. That's a whole lot more. You would put them before you put this, a game, and everything else. And then, then there's other people out there who fucking aim... To upset people because they have different views and opinions.
0: Yeah, what uh, what know, the fuck the is wrong with you? Xbox Pope said on Stubbs last night, and I actually thought it was a really good uh, kind of analogy, and it, it worked really well. Is it's the fanboying for the computer games is almost or has kind of become or is like football fanboying. Yeah, it's that I whole thing that of all the time. Yeah. And, and that's how it is. You know, it's your, the thing is though, these people are starting to turn into almost like firms. There's like a group of people now that go around and my bit of plastic is amazing. And yours is shit. And it's corporate slave and blah, blah, blah. And you're, you know, giving heads to the head of whatever CEO it is. And it's back and forth. And you can imagine if you all got them together and stuck them in a, in, um, you know, in a stadium, they're on either side. you know. They'd be chanting for, for whatever and, and throwing slurs over at each other yeah. while you have Yoshida and Phil Spencer come into the middle and kick a f- football Aye, about them. They,
1: <laughs> they openly, like Phil Spencer more than Yoshida and Jack, Ra- Jim Ryan? Yeah, the head Jim of PlayStation Ryan. It, Like Most of the time, when the very rare times you even get them to respond to a question regarding the, the console war, most, most of the time, they're like, there isn't one. It's just made up by the fans. Yeah. It's like, there is no competition. I mean, the, the I don't know if it's PlayStation's head office in America or the one of the ones where they develop stuff, but when PlayStation VR was being developed, the team that was working on it as Project Morpheus back then, I remember an interview with Phil Spencer, we actually talked about this, uh, where he'd actually seen it before it was unveiled because the team that worked on HoloLens and the team that worked on PlayStation VR had visited each other several times and showed each other prototypes and stuff like that. There's no competition in the industry. They're just trying to push technology in games farther. It just so happens they have competing brands on the market.
2: I don't get any toxicity from them. No, there isn't. That is the, is the whole point. No, and yeah, and, and um,
0: even like, going back to the, like, the Devolver thing as well, if you watch the show... There's little hints to a load of movies, which is fine, but they, they, they rib both and all three kind of head, so Nintendo, PlayStation, and Xbox. They, they uh, Devolver actually take the mickey out of all of them in regards to their previous shows, and yeah. then they have the heads of both parties in. I, I think the Nintendo one was great, though. Um, you, you're, uh, Tom, I don't want to spoil it too much. You should really watch it because um, my I uncle quite, from Nintendo turns up. So, yeah, my uncle from Nintendo, which I thought was hilarious. Um, but you get to see it, and they take the Mickey. But the guys are involved in it as well. So, you know, Phil Spencer and Shida are there on this show and talking about the games that are, that are going on specifically and, and taking the Mickey out of themselves. And they, they that's why I don't get this this fanboyism tex- well, toxicity yeah. thing, is that the companies don't do it, but some, some people feel like it's like, it's me to pick up the mantle and I've got to hold that flag for my consumerism and I've got to wave the flag, yes. flag to say this is the best one and everybody else is shit just to prove a point.
1: Yeah, I mean, sure. Look at the way I've been given uh, The Last of Us 2 of credit recently. I don't have a PlayStation to play it, but I bought The Last of Us 2 headset nice. because i'm it's like even though i don't have a playstation it's my way of supporting the game there's no point me buying the game not being able to play it mm. uh, i watched it from start to finish on youtube it's not ideal they didn't make any money from me which is why i bought the headset seems <laughs> like if i can use the headset on the xbox using one of the adapters you used to get the plug into the bottom before they put the jack in it so it works fine no problem uh some of the people have responded to me, like just giving that game credit, even though right now I am primarily an Xbox player. They're like, oh, what are you talking about? You haven't even played it. But I've watched it from start to finish. I may not have had direct control, but I've experienced the game from start to finish.
0: The storyline. So it's the storyline and how it's played through through someone else is is fine for you as an experience.
1: For me, it's a very different tone People that love the first one that are hating on the second one so much, hate on it because of how different it is from the first one.
2: Don't spoil it for me, by the way. I nope,
1: intend nope, to buy nope. it soon. No, no, no spoilers, no spoilers. No. I wouldn't spoil it. Even on the
2: though I've seen people. Call, don't spoil it for anyone. No, but even though no, I've seen.
1: No, people, see, that's why I'm being very picky with what I say. Thank there you very much. There are aspects of it which are incredibly different from the first one, and in my opinion, you don't need to have played the first one to play this one. They're that different. Chalk and cheese. The first one's sort of like an adventure, hope, you know, there's this hope of finding a cure, you know, there's this, that's the reason they're doing it, you know, to bring her across America to this lab in the hopes of creating a cure and essentially saving the world. Whereas the second one, it's not that kind of story. You know what I mean? There's not that light at the end of the tunnel sort of stuff
2: yeah which i quite like the uh, the, just the thought of that sounds like it's going to be one heck of an
1: experience it's essentially what i like about it is it's essentially taking already established characters and telling a different story with them not just making a sequel actually telling a different kind of story with them
2: Mm.
0: that's pretty good
1: Oh. I don't like the 10 out of 10 stuff. You know, there are fanboys going psycho going, oh, this is 10 out of 10, this is the perfect game. It's not the perfect game. It's not a 7. It's definitely not a 10. But I would say it's like between an 8 and a 9.
0: I mean, that's kind of like the unwritten rule, don't we have on the site? Like, there is nothing I no, think that I've... we've got that would ever score 10 out of 10 because it's not perfect.
2: Yes, well, I mean, And now Tom's going to correct 10. me now. Yeah. No, I'm going to say <laughs> we got the closest thing. And I believe that's Stubbs's review for Edith Finch, which is 9.5.
0: Which I personally thought was an over... It's a fantastic game and everything. I just oh, think definitely. that point 0.5, it's a 9 out of 10. It's an amazing game and it's got longevity to a point. Um, I think he he was over... He, it's his opinion and that's his score. And, and for me, I thought that that was actually because... When we when we say and we joke about it and everything but you know he he was into that one field of 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 gaming so that genre and he's yeah, really so into that and he's all it. and then he, somebody then, else that
1: reads it won't be
2: yeah
0: but well, the, the thing everyone's is everyone's
1: like, got an
2: opinion everyone's got
0: opinion but the idea is given a rough idea of it for him his his thought process on that is his own opinion He's gone from one genre and he was convinced actually by Indy and a couple of others to go, try this one out. He watched, I think he watched Indy's video about the games and the top 10 that were coming out and what remains of Edith Finch was on there. Uh, and even I saw Indy's one and I was like, Do you know what? Actually I've not really heard much about this one. I'm going to check it out. And I absolutely loved the game, but I wouldn't have scored it that much. I think his extra bump on is because he's gone from a completely different genre, shifted over to this thing and gone, Oh, oh my God, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And like, it's completely different to what I'm used to. And, it's, and that's what I love about, about it. But yeah, we, we don't really score things that high. Can I... Purely on that basis, it's not perfect.
2: I've got a question for you both. All mm-hmm. right. Now, of course, this isn't going to be an official thing, but is there, and obviously this isn't going to be an official review or anything, but in your opinion, is there a game which you could consider 10 out of 10? At any, at, you know, any or is there any games that you just okay not necessarily 10 out of 10 but close to it where you think fuck i've got no point of improvement for it because i've got because i think but of course other people have their other suggestions and everything else like that everyone's got their own opinions or stuff for me the closest thing that i could say to a dear perfection game and it's going to be a running joke with me is planet coaster and planet zoo the creativity side of things, the music, the graphics, okay, yeah, you, know, you compare the character models of the planet, you know, the, the people who visit Planet Coaster and Planet Zoo, they're completely nothing, say, to the likes of, well, The Last of Us, um, but the management side of things, for the z- genre it's in and everything, and, you know, that's my type of thing, I can't pick one th- single thing that I would change from the Planet Coaster and Planet Zoo games but, I, but you know, and I would be so close to giving it a 10 out of 10. And I think in my mm. official review for Two Point Hospital, because I loved that game.
0: Mm, and that I was th- a good game.
2: I think yeah. I gave that a nine. For some reason, 9.5 was coming to my head, but I think I gave that a nine. And I remember putting at the bottom of that review, there: it's not the most perfect game slash management simulator. That's not, not perfect game. It's not the most perfect management simulator available. And therefore, that's why it's not 10 out of 10. And I think I did put, there is one which I would personally give 10 out of 10. I think that's actually written on the actual official review. Mm. And it would be the Planet Coaster slash Planet Zoo. Either one of those two. I can't pick between two. But out of you two, is there anything that you would unofficially give 10 out of 10? No points of improvement for?
0: I think every single thing I've got, it was really difficult actually just thinking about it. then you probably see the hair burning from it. But um I was thinking about it and the only one that I can think of possibly for me personally, and this is the whole thing. It's all personal about is it, it's, it's, it's relative to the person who's writing it and, and doing the doing it. Um, for me, and this is, this is one, um, would be settlers. And I think it's settlers five. I think yeah. I love the, I'm not a great strategy game player. I've got Warhammer and, and, and all of that lot, but the civilization, I quite like that one, but it goes into two. I like the simplicity of Settlers, and it was perfect, and it, you had your little characters that were cartoony, and you could double them up, move them off, and you hear the little chinking and, and cranking as they're doing you know, mining and stuff like that, and it's, it's mildly paced, and then you go in and you battle to try and take over areas, and you destroy buildings. And I don't think there was anything wrong with it in any way, shape, or form. At that point, it was perfect to me. I'm sure if I go and play it now, because I haven't played it in years, I go back, there'll be something wrong with it. But at that point, I would have said, that would have been so close to getting 10 out of 10 for me, because I played that all the time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, obviously, with this hobby that we both, that all three of us do, business, uh, it's, uh, you know, you have to have your fun hat when playing a game, and you have to have your review hat. Yeah. Uh, and uh, for me personally, I think that can kind of get in the way of an experience. But for me, when I've my review hat and my fun hat for Planet Coaster and Planet Zoo, it's near perfection for me. Yeah. Cyrus, anything for you that is close to or no improvements? or is Nothing. Everything. Every thousands and
1: thousands of games, years and years and years and years of playing. Nothing. There's always
0: that one little thing, isn't there, that's potentially wrong with it. and And yeah. I think the difference is when you love uh, an item uh, or a game and you like the way it's structure and you like playing it and everything, and you do take that review bit out of it, you will score it a hundred out of a hundred because to you, it's given you all that enjoyment. But then when yeah. you reflectively look at it afterwards and say, well, actually, you know, it's got a glitch where you get stuck in a wall at this specific point or, you know, it wasn't fully developed here or there's a problem and they haven't really fixed it. You and then you start picking an and you exploit. nitpick at it and you start taking away. But that's what kind of you need to have when it comes to some of the reviews because it's it's great. Your opinion is that you love this game and people will have their own opinion. That's the whole thing we always say. It's just the opinion of the person doing it because they want to produce some content for us. But at the end of the day, you shouldn't take it that if Stubsy scores it a 9.5 or you score it a 10 out of 10 or a 9.5, that it's going to be a 9.5 or if I score something and say, you know, it's absolute dog shit like section eight and I'll give it a 1.5 or two. That doesn't mean you shouldn't go and check that game out. It doesn't mean you should not at least have a butcher's it and see some other videos about it or read up on it and have a look because it might be that what is my dog shit might be your pure 24 karat gold. And, and you might applied, love that game. And that applies to everything, doesn't it, really? Yeah,
2: that can apply to yeah. real life. You know, that can apply mm. to the next phone you get. That can apply to, to which restaurant you go to. You yeah. Know? And everyone's, as again, going around in circles now. Everyone has an opinion. You're entitled to yours. I'm entitled to mine. And, you know, yeah. And the fact that people could be very toxic and hate because you don't agree. Yeah. That, that something's not right.
0: Yeah, no, something isn't right there. No.
2: No so i think that was very we, good by the way that I was really very good that. are we are we yeah.
0: wrapping up shall we wrap up for tonight uh I, do you today, enough this afternoon for
2: yeah. i think we do oh 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 one question and it is specific for paul and i believe dave asked you this one and i think he wants to know this one uh, so you probably best give him the answer to this question paul. okay
0: so the question from betterman77 was will you because after the last episode i was talking about uh beards so mark you had disappeared and we were talking about beards and i said i can't grow mine properly i've got a hobo beard um and then we talked about fitball uh his question was uh, am i going to get my ass hair transplanted onto my face and will i be live streaming it when it happens uh the answer is no uh Ow. i will not be doing that um I'm quite content with the amount of arse hair I have and its position, and I don't really want any of that to be removed. Um, <laughs> saying that, I am doing, actually, and I don't know why I'm admitting this, um, I'm derma-rolling. Have you heard please of derma-rolling? Please explain. Derma-rolling is a little roller with like loads of little pins in it, and apparently oh if, God, you, no. if you roll it on your face, yeah... Um, it stimulates hair growth. So I'm trying to do it here and I've only just literally started by the way people Don't but, tell
2: me you've done it on your buttocks and now it's like the Yeti there. No, no,
0: no, no, I, no, no, it, I have I not did, I can't use
1: it for up here Hold You on. can
0: apparently you can you can and it does stimulate <laughs> some growth But the thing is though now this is the marketing <coughs> ploy of it So derma Roll has been around for ages women use it for collagen and whatever and it, it seems to have some scientific fact behind it That it does actually work minusculely. um now what they're doing is they're repackaging exactly the same fucking thing um, into a box and saying beard growth and charging you four times the amount. So actually, if you know the size of the derma roller you need to get, which I did some research into, I've got one. And I thought I'd try it. If it works, it works. I mean, I should have been doing this maybe 20 years ago. Um, you know, Now like, it's going gray in certain areas and it's probably going to fall out anyway. So all I'm doing is pretty much stabbing myself in the face for two minutes three times a week or whatever with a little roller with loads of little pins on it. Um, but no, I will not be derma rolling my ass. I will not be transplanting ass hair, uh, or crack hair to my face. Uh, I mean, that's a shitty idea and, but I'm tish. Um, but yeah, I won't be like, and it, me, I probably would live stream it if I was into that
2: thing. And I mean, it,
0: I I doubt my, uh, you know, if I did get a surgeon or whatever to do that, would they let me live stream? Can you imagine?
2: Hey guys, I'm just getting this done. Yeah,
0: guys, and now we pan down. Um.
2: (laughs) By the way, we want more questions like that. So please, for the love of Jeebus, come up with the most creative and most random and downright disgusting type of questions that you can think of, because that's the type that we want
0: and everything. And like I said in the last episode as well, I'm not scared to answer them. So, you know, it doesn't just have to be to me though. I think you should actually like uh, ask these two as well. Uh, I think we we should get some really good meaty (laughs) questions coming out.
2: yeah you know, we, we will
0: do the others that have come through as well, so those that have given us questions already that normal thank you uh, we will be we we will be carrying on with this, so don't think this is gone this is a one off uh, all the questions are there will remain there, and then in the next episode we'll do some more
2: and if we get a massive yep. amount, we may do a q and a special yeah, yeah, definitely it'll be great. I look forward to it uh no it's a shame you're not gonna get it done though
0: no, I don't think uh the other half clarissa will be too happy um
2: i don't think i need it she drink. doesn't add, she
0: doesn't like the fact that i've got this anyway um she'd like me to cleanly shaven but when um, you've seen the pictures of it i i look i i look like the sausage factory
2: hello um <laughs> you want to do it don't you <laughs> hello clever people. this is chris o'regan and you do that so well to the sausage factory
0: He's a really good, and I said to you, you know, I felt a bit bad, actually, because he's, he's been doing reviews and stuff for many years, so joking aside, it's just, it's just unfortunate his, his voice is like that. So No,
2: but why would you call something the Sausage Factory, and knowing that you're a bloke, and uh, knowing the community that's out there... Because like... sausages are games. <laughs>
0: or games are referred to as sausages. Oh, I don't know God. where that comes from anyway uh, We've I know but
2: he seriously said that once
0: I know he did I know he did that's why I'm saying it um, okay I think we'll call it quits on the podcast so thank you everyone who is or who has listened watched downloaded shared subscribed liked as the goddamn ice cream van turns up on time.
2: I think you do another
1: take. Yeah. But <laughs> I say we keep that one. That was good.
0: I think we should actually.
1: Yeah.
0: Fuck it. Go again. Thank you to everyone that has uh, downloaded, subscribed, liked, shared, uh, listened to this, or even watched our mugs. No arse hair included. Um, and thanks for stopping in and listening to the show guys. Do you have any outros you'd like to say or anything you'd like to say to say Um, goodbye to our lovely audience?
2: No, thank you again from the bottom of my cold, cold heart. Um, And, you know, of course, check out the podcast uh, that's gone up live today. Another cheap plug, Uh, me and my wife, Heather, she gives her perspective on content creation, especially from the partner side of it or wife side, which is, it is very interesting. You get to hear her background and her thoughts and feelings, and it's really, really good. So definitely give that a listen. Uh, Subscribe, whether it's on the podcast pages, whether it's on the YouTube pages, of course, plug for our official website, www.bg4ghub.com. Um, and yeah, keep sending us our questions, whether it's through email or personally messaging us, tweeting at us, and heck, if you never know if you really, really, really want to be a guest, I'm sure we can have an extra slot or two one day, but uh yeah, definitely, you know, just and drop in, in the discord
0: you. if you want, you can drop in the discord we've opened it up. We've opened the Discord up to everybody. Uh, So drop in. I'll put an invite out on Twitter or whatever and just available link. It is available on the stream website as well with the merchandise. Plug, 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 plug.
2: Bye, 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 bye. (laughs) Goodbye.